Yeah, one second. Let me have another gulp of my gates. Mm-mm-mm. That's good Gatorade. <laughs> That's good blue. <laughs> it's yellow. Tastes just like the yellow mom used to make. You drank your mom's piss? <laughs> <laughs> you drink your mom's piss? What, you don't? <laughs> you drink your mommy's piss. <laughs> well, you think you're too good for mommy's piss? Oh, good thing that wasn't all like spoken into a microphone. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, good thing I can't do that, do things with that audio clip later. <laughs> so it'd be like. Here comes the crimson. You think you're too good for mommy's piss? <laughs> now, now we have now we have Austin's piss tape. <laughs> no. Yeah, as soon as I try to become president, forget about it. I just can't vote for someone who thinks he's too good for mommy's piss. <laughs> I'm a what issue voter. <laughs> Mommy, my cup is empty. <laughs> Let me tell you about my family. Well, you think you're too good for mommy's piss? I sell propane and propane accessories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. My name is Nathan Cox. I am now the main host of this show from this <laughs> point forward, starting now. Into eternity. No. Uh, no. And if I were to be any sort of fish, I would definitely be a, a, a big a old policeman marlin. policeman fish. Yes, a, a <laughs> officer Sell marlin. Out. That would be my name. <laughs> what other fish marlin? detectives do we have here today? Uh, I'm I'm Andy, and I think I'd be one of those like fighting fish that gets in one fight and then like kind of is crippled for the rest of its life. It's sad ones. The beta fish. That's me. I'm the beta fish. <laughs> uh, I'm you are Austin. a beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I talked to, I talked over that really good burn from Rory, uh, and that's fine. Are you, you know? calling me a cuck? <laughs> I think you're a little cuck. <laughs> I think you just... I have, I'm just I've already defined that I'm the right underneath. fish. I'm going to be the ska- a skate, which is a, a kind skate. of fish. Is it? Uh, and I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'm gonna go just sort of skate right underneath, uh, that, that quibble between my two other host boys. Oh. And I'm Rory, and I think there's no doubt in anybody's mind that I'm just an eel. <laughs> just a nasty eel. Wait, is that because of how you famously have no limbs? It's because of those no limbs in my very, and, and how much I'm just slithering around calling people cucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guys, it's we're under the water. We're deep down under sea on, in this fish police episode, and I am here for it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I guess the cuck talk is very is is real because it's real. Probably pretty quite. It's probably quite <laughs> off putting. I hate well, it. <laughs> it's a little off putting, but Dom did bring up Donald Trump a lot last week. Yeah, so there is that. And there, there kind of is a bit of. I would argue there is cuckolding happening in the series. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get to it. Yeah. It's real. So let's let's go into what we're actually doing here. Um, we are on our second week of Fish Police. Our only Ill, our most ill advised arc we've ever done. <laughs> Out of three weeks, like like if this is like painful for you, just know that it's only one week more. Yeah. Oh no, I am here for it. Uh, for for all of the dumping I did on it in in week one, 
I was now that now that um now that it came in with my eyes open and my expectations set reasonably low, I had a fantastic as low as the ocean floor. As low as the sea <laughs> as the bottom of the sea. <laughs> My um, expectations were exactly where Fish Police is. You and, know, and if, uh, if anybody needs a recap on what Fish Police really is, just imagine the immaturity of a child's cartoon, but then with uncomfortably with the nastiness moments. of three dirty boys. Right. Yeah. Just just raw dog and nasty. <laughs> Just, just sex horns. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, this guy. You've, we've grown up. We were our, our sex horns are protruding <laughs> oh, through <laughs> through our shirts. Toro. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, okay. So Nathan, Nathan, mm. I know that we we didn't we we had you watch episodes three and four of this show, which is kind of a weird throw you in the middle sort of thing. So we had our our guest from last week, uh, Dom record a little message for you just sort of prepping you uh so here it is uh dear nathaniel cucamongus aka <laughs> i pass the torch of fish police off to you uh two episodes down one incredibly chiseled jaw and more fish titties than you can shake a stick at <laughs> let me just say that if you didn't watch those first two episodes don't uh, you're fine. You don't need them. There is no plot. You're picking up right where we left off at the beginning. <laughs> and if you ever have like a deep inkling in your heart to know what Donald, the inside of Donald Trump's mind might feel like, treat this like a Bible. <laughs> Especially your two you episodes. Donald Trump lives in fish police and lives in fish <laughs> cities. <laughs> Especially your two episodes. So Nathan, did you feel like that really appropriately prepared you for the episodes? It did. I felt like uh, I could ignore the previous episodes. I felt as if I was given permission to just jump in exactly where it was. And I think that helped me because, first and of all, it made sure that I didn't have to watch an additional two episodes of the show. Yeah. Uh, had I done that, I might have been angry when I finished all four. <laughs> and I'm not you didn't angry feel, You didn't now. feel left out of the all of the story and character nuance that was established in the first two episodes? No. Uh, surprisingly, I did not. Surprisingly, uh, no. Wow. Yeah, great. Because it was really deep. And now, Nathan, then I, we've made you watch a lot of shitty shows in the past. Should we, should we get into that first? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I feel like it should only be right that the next time you have me on, you're going to have to watch three shows that I pick. <laughs> uh, and that's what it's going to be. Oh, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we should. We could probably talk about Nathan whenever we have a real or something that's just not really acceptable for human eyes. <laughs> Uh, we usually make Nathan come be our guest for the t- which is smart yeah, to because be fair, I I do not actually have human eyes I have goat <laughs> eyes uh, <laughs> goat eyes uniquely suited for bad television yes <laughs> uh, but yeah Dom mentioned uh, Donald Trump and of course uh, right now it's it seems like everything would tie to him so I was just like oh he's just being hyperbolic I don't know that it actually will have anything to do with that maybe it's just Dom being Dom but sure enough. As I watched the show, I was like, oh, there are so many touchstones <laughs> between yeah. Trump and the things that happen in the show and the things that the show is about. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty uncomfortable, um, especially this first episode that we watched. Hey, let's talk about the let's name the episodes that we watched today. Uh, we yeah, watched, what do we see? Uh, we watched Fish Police episode three, Beauty's Only Fin Deep. And then we watched Fish Police episode four, The Codfather. And uh 
yeah, episode three has some real, uh, you know, real Trump's America situations going on in it. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, it didn't make me that happy, I have to say. Well, let's <laughs> dive right in. Is that let's let's dive right in? Okay, now I'm angry. Is everyone here angry. with me on this? Now I'm angry. Let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive right in. <laughs> All right, so fish police number three, you guys. Beauty's only fin deep. It goes like this. A beauty contest nearest Fish City, with the grand prize being a year's worth of holidays, and a jealous <laughs> Pearl immediately schemes <laughs> to ensure Angel wins the contest. Meanwhile, a bitter assassin begins targeting the competitors. And I know what you're thinking. Is this some sort of weird deal with the devil where the you get a year of holidays? <laughs> where it's just Christmas for 365 days? But no, they mean a vacation with a hell away from Fish City. Mm. Yeah, it's a weird way to like to. It's a very to, weird way to say it. A year's worth of holidays? No, it just means that you're on tour for a year. Doesn't that sound like a crossroads deal? Like, okay, you get to, it's Christmas every day for 365 <laughs> days. <laughs> do you do it, or is uh, it like a crossroads experience where you go on a cross country trip with Britney Spears and Taron <laughs> Manning? Uh, you know, to become I, famous. <laughs> I would have watched Crossroads again. Uh, instead of watching this fish police whole bullshit, and I would have been happy, but no, we decided we had to do this for three weeks. So we should actually know, consider fish doing police. a podcast where we watch Crossroads, three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days a year, <laughs> to see what what new meaning we can get out of it every day. Let's, let's plunge those depths. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. Um, let's dive right in. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Fucking stop. Um, <laughs> still somebody in the back who hasn't gotten it yet. <laughs> this one, uh, this episode kind of surprised me in a bad way. Mm. Because I, I mean, I knew after watching the first two that our main character, uh, Inspector Gill, the cop, that's a carp. Um, I knew that he was kind of a shitty person already. Uh, because of, you know, just watching him be a person in the first two episodes. But in this right. one really, this one really cemented him as just a, just a shitty man, he's you know, a bad person. <laughs> he's a, he's a horn man. And, and he'll, I don't know, like, and the whole, the whole story of this episode is structured around like sexing up the women and getting kisses and like, I don't know. Like it's all really uncomfortable, and I don't know that it was appropriately like offset with the other viewpoint. No, but Andy, yeah. this is an adult show, so it's so chaotically sexual. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's such like a here. The thing is that like every single fish in the entire show is trying to get some. Uh, like mm -hmm. all of them are kind of sex monsters, but it's so clearly <laughs> written and staged in like a. Uh, a, a man's point of view that I'm like, I can't even take any solace in being like, yeah, the women fish can get it too, because they didn't like it's, they're not real women. <laughs> they're only throwing no. themselves at this disgusting fish boy with no, right. with no redeeming qualities. If they're, if they're out there getting it, getting it from some good fish, then we'd be like, all right, rock and roll ladies. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Gil's got like the most descript round head and face of all time. <laughs> He's an <laughs> looking frog fish. What's to be attracted to? Like, I don't know. It also just kind of slut shames all the female characters, you know, constantly. Yeah, like, yeah constantly too. <laughs> like, it's 
it, it and then it tries to make a point about like man we were mean on the old lady fish later and it's like we're perpetuating the same garbage that we're like trying to have some yeah. sort of half-assed moral about but it's weird it's like okay so this episode right like it's it's all about um there's a there's a beauty contest that is sponsored by the weenie king uh who makes hot dogs uh you know because i guess we have pork products underwater um, yeah also i saw like chicken eggs at one point too yeah i don't know what any of this is i don't know what's going on but uh there's this beauty contest it's being threatened by someone right like they've gotten threats and so gil our main guy is like oh well i'll protect all the hot ladies it's like it's like the gross cop that wants to be the personal bodyguard at the victoria's secret pageant right like it's like and also let's not ignore the fact that they are rhyming threats uh not just any threats the threats rhyme uh for what it was kind of a clue uh but still strange. <laughs> You'll notice that the trend in this show, Nathan, is that they can't they can't not make a gross sex joke and they can't not make a fish pun. If, if right. it comes up, they're going to do it. Yeah. Not a single missed opportunity in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a single hat will have no other hats on top of it. <laughs> Can I take a quick moment to like express like my first like initial thoughts getting into this the show and yeah. the yes, episode? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepper uh, is in. And I know that I'm doubling up on some things that you may have all talked about before. Uh, it's okay because it's fresh because it's coming from you. Sure. Uh yeah. So the first like scene, it starts and I I hate, 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 hate <laughs> that I wrote this, but I made sure to keep it and to not delete it, which was I wrote down the following six words. Pearl can get it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because yeah, I didn't though. like I was I was like, oh, she's like she's cute and like she's like she's a cute human like humanoid fish creature thing. <laughs> I also get the point that she's being put into the the money penny role of like, yeah, uh, she's very attractive and everyone else would just want to get with her. But the detective is blind to her uh, feelings and ambitions and things of that sort. And then immediately, as soon as the show progresses, every single female fish for the rest of the series is sexualized. And I'm just like, oh, no, what does this say about me? Why? Why do I feel no, so man. much guilt? <laughs> and, you no. know, in a, in, in a in a sort of like Twilight Zoney way, the one the one new female in this show, the one new woman character that that has any sort of like dimensionality is the is the beauty pageant fish that is like smart and and wants to oh, change the yeah. world and we constantly gotcha. use that as a as a punchline like right. look at this dorky nerd <laughs> 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 go save your dumb fish world nobody cares this right. one has big boobs <laughs> yeah. we want the booby ones bring the boob girls back i want the boob one back <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh no oh no so okay so this is all a big fucking beauty pageant thing. And I think that it's interesting that, that, that the show almost attempted to use Pearl to acknowledge that women probably, by and large, think beauty pageants are kind of gross, right? Like, they almost do that. Like, like, at the beginning, she's sort of like, oh, of course you like, a, you know, the beauty pageant. And he's like, oh, they're so great. And, you know, because he's a big horn dog. And... They try and do it there and they try and do it later, right? Because the, you know, spoiler alert for the end of the episode, the person who 
is guilty of the threats is like this former Weenie King model who got too old to do it and was fired. Right. And we get a little hint of or we we get the introduction of that character with Gil who remembers the jingle and remembers the old Weenie King advertisements that had the waltzing weenie, which was a, yeah. a model who was in a in a weenie costume. I yeah. really liked that they had a little bit of dramatic irony with this character, but I didn't love that it came at the cost of such like a socially reprehensible moral. Yeah, it's it's so weird because like there there are very few breadcrumbs dropped for us as viewers to figure out that it was her. And it's right. almost like like every one of these episodes, the show doesn't seem to care about the mystery at hand. They they care more about the puns and the moment to moment stupid shit. Maybe maybe the next episode we'll talk about is a, is a little more mystery heavy. Yes. This episode though is not. This episode right. is very much mystery. Isn't even like the B plot. It's it's even about more back burner. <laughs> it's about animating fish tits on eight fish at one time, and God, they're all one of them's an octopus though. But one of them's an octopus, and she has tits too. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Rory. <laughs> octopus have tits too. Uh, but they're all. You know where to put tits on an octopus? <laughs> it's a bunch of white men giving each other handshakes. Somewhere. <laughs> We've done it. I said it couldn't be done. Johnson figured it out. <laughs> oh no! He gets a gold but, watch. But it's so weird that the villain ended up being like. Oh, it's basically just a woman beyond her prime and pissed about it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, we should talk a little bit about more about what happens in the episode. But I, it, it's it's a strange it's a strange all around picture, which is mostly what I took away from it. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, they throw around a few other things they talk about. You know, they're not going to let Weenie go by and not, not make, make jokes, jokes about it. Not make wiener <laughs> jokes like a penis. Uh, talk about somebody having a severe case of weenie envy. Oh God! I've got to get yeah. my hands on that weenie. The the fact that when when they said bad case of weenie envy, catfish looks straight into the camera. Uh, because like even they could not help but express that like the 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 character they created was disappointed in them for making that joke. Yes. <laughs> it was like, yes. can you believe this shit? So, okay. So there's, there's some definitely like uh, this show is so sex crazed. We can't possibly mention everything, but I no. do think that, that it is worth like early in the episode. Uh, Angel calls the, the office from the, the tub. Like she's laying in the bathtub and she calls Gil and she just wants him to come scrub her back. And like, yeah, I, like this is this is the whole reason Why? for the phone call, and then she's like, "Oh, and I want you to come to the beauty contest because she's going to be part of it." And she's like, "It would mean so much to me, Gil, knowing you're behind me." And it just gets really confusing in the yeah, that's an upsetting joke. But like, I don't get why I don't get why he's turning her down to go to the bathtub and then falling over to come do the beauty pageant with her. His 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 sex crazed his sex crazed actions don't even make any sense. Yeah, well, we're supposed go, to think- go to the bathtub, dude. You just got the phone call. <laughs> yeah, what are you, what's well, happening in this show? I know. That's, that's we're supposed thing. to believe that he really wants to be with Pearl, but his dick really wants to be with Angel. And we're supposed to somehow like sympathize with that and be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that's yeah, rough, it's like, buddy. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're but, just a shitty, gross, ugly cop that should pick one of your hot friends to be with. 
Also, are we going to sit here and pretend they didn't make Pearl super fuckable too? Like every character on mm-hmm. the show is a is a sexy fish lady. So <laughs> right. I don't really see what the problem is. I don't know what no you're talking about, Rory. Fish. There's no ugly fish in Fish City. Rory, none of us are attracted to the characters. I think this is just a All problem right, well. you have. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Speak for myself. Me and my, me and my octopus woman are going to have. <laughs> I just want no it to go down then. on the record saying that I'm not attracted to any fish woman or crustacean woman or anything that has ever been on this show. It's not going to hold up in court, but. <laughs> uh, let's let's get it. So, so the, the real core of this episode is not actually the fact that there is a potential murderer loose in this theater is the fact that pearl has showed up at the at the pageant and Mm -hmm. has discovered that if angel wins the pageant she will be gone for a year a year full of holidays a year full of holidays (laughs) she'll be celebrating christmas every day for a whole year and therefore pearl has decided that the only way to claim guilt for herself is to get Angel out of the way for a year. And so she tries to help her win the pageant, which is really upsetting in this whole, like, pitting women against each other. Although there is kind of a fun reversal of, you know, trying to sabotage each other. And the fact that she's trying to sabotage her by helping her win is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to if, you, a point. If, you can, if you can take your brain and be like, all right, there's no, no sexism. It's gone. This is a cool episode. <laughs> It just feels like it's a lot better. If you, Look, if women all supporting weird, women. All the, yeah. With no other ulterior motive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I just, there's a, there's a moment. So like Gil shows up, right, to protect all the contestants from this, from these threats. And there's like a piece of falling scenery. And he manages to somehow with Herculean man strength, push eight women out of the way at once uh, of this piece of scenery. Those and men are very strong and good men at everything. Men are very, very strong, and they're extremely virile, and they get to fuck whoever they want. And as as to prove that, even when the, they, even when, even the ugliest like forty year old nasty like <laughs> yeah, even King them mediocre <laughs> mediocre policemen cops just get have their run of the down. And as soon as he saves them from the scenery, they all reward him with the customary kisses. Yeah, they cover him in kisses. They all crowd him, as is, you know, writ by law. They all have to cover him with kisses and leave those very telltale lipstick marks so that all the other men know that he has been kissed and chosen. That he's been marked. (laughs) (laughs) He's been marked as a champion. (laughs) I think we need to talk about the cleavage ripping scene. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so this is just after the part where Pearl has realized that she needs to help Angel win, and she advances backstage on Angel with a pair of scissors, and first we think it's like a nefarious, you know, we know there's a murderer around, and and Angel's like, oh no, Pearl, I, I didn't know, I thought, you know, and then she slashes at her, like, little bustier or whatever, her, her, whatever is covering her big fish boobs, and she shreds it in half, to create even just the biggest gazonga, gross cleavage. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's visceral. Show me more fish tits. <laughs> yeah, man and demands sort of like, more. All right, you got to let these babies up. And, uh, you know, she does. What was the phrase? Float, float those babies? Float, float those, those babies. Yeah, float those babies. That's it. It's just... 
it's animated with with a lot more gusto than I think was necessary, <laughs> or perhaps more frames per second than any other part of the episode. <laughs> yes, they really they really take advantage of like the physics of how boobs would work underwater in this moment. It's just it's like it's strangely violent and sexual yeah. at the same time. Where I'm just like, but, and and then like it's like female fish on female fish. Uh, like th- there's so much loaded into that moment where it's just like, what, what is going on? Whoever thought this was a good idea? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How- it's the like weird like BMX mud wrestling like uh-huh. red blooded American bullshit. Yeah, let, <laughs> you know, let's put you know Gina Carano in our movie. I think yeah. I meant to say ATV, but you know it's. <laughs> The the point <laughs> the point still stands. That's you not know, better. That's not you know better. How we we get off our bikes and just wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> the women BMX into a mud. <laughs> you know what you do in indie indie nose bone. Mm-hmm. With some cooking oil. Uh, America. Okay, so the end the end of the episode where we learned that it was actually the old model. Uh, who's become middle-aged. We hear a couple things her, about her. They said her buns gave out. Yeah, which is a weenie joke, right? Yeah, it's because also... Because hot dogs have buns. It also made me think, maybe she had a prolapsed anus, because <laughs> if somebody says your buns gave out, that, that's that's one possible meaning, which is a very serious issue, and I feel Austin. bad for her. I feel, <laughs> I feel like no. this is... This is the episode where I get to hear Austin Bridges say everything I never wanted to hear him say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just painting with the canvas that they gave me. (laughs) Prolapsed anus. I just wanted to hear what it sounded like out of my (laughs) mouth. Anus. That's that's the new to to test the the pop filter. (laughs) I'm just prolapsed anus. (laughs) Oh God. What do we even What do we even have left to say? The show. What else did they say? Oh, I've got a lot to say. Yeah. Oh, let's uh, hear Nathan tell us about the Weenie okay. King. Okay, so uh, the, the host's name is Bob Sharks, and I was like, that's the best you could do. <laughs> yeah. He has, a, he has a shark, and that's all you could get was Bob Sharks. Uh, yeah. Even Bob Sharker is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, oh, see, that would have been great, but maybe they were worried about getting sued. I don't know. I don't know, because they made an Oscar Mayer de la Renta joke. We know Bob Barker is notoriously litigious, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I was not clear on the fact that when when he first meets the woman in the bun uh, outfit, uh, he's just like, you're not the one I remember. And then he smells her. And I wasn't aware of the fact that his move, his like detective move is that he smells things. Oh, that, that does not really come across to me as something that like fish do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and that instead, is his move. Instead, I was like, why is he? He was like, you're not the one I remember. And then he smells her. And I was just like, is this like a weird, like, I know what she smells like because I fucked this fish before. And when I, remember. I was 13. Yeah. Like, oh, I, like when I was young, I remember what she smelled like because I definitely remember this fish biblically. I have no idea. I've smelled shower. that fish. Yuck. There's a point where uh, where like he's he's looking for the woman and Tad's sort of behind him. And he says, she's close. And Tad says, you sure? It's a she, sir? And he says, sure, I'm sure. I've known she's from he's since I was 13, Tad. Oh, that's right. I wrote that down. Yeah, that was gross. Like, that's also, like, I had to take that the worst way possible, too, right? Like, what happened to him when he was 13? Yeah. Like, we tried to buy a hooker. 
Uh, and the, like the, do, I think she likes me. Do you have $20? Then she likes you. That was like the first moment. I'm sure you talked about this in the other one where I was like, Jesus Christ, was this aired during a children's <laughs> time slot? Like, you can't say things like that in front of children. Like, no. yeah, this was a, oh, so Nathan, yeah, this was a primetime show. Really? And it was a, there, it was an attempt to be, to cater to adults. Oh, okay. That uh, makes so much more sense now. This like, show yeah. wanted to be the next The Critic. Was it like it wanted um, to be the next Simpsons? Is you know is a more is a more accurate reference? Yeah, <laughs> okay. But in terms of their actual execution, I think that they you oh, know sure. they could have aimed a little lower. Okay, yeah, that, they, that they makes should've. so much more sense now that I know that this wasn't specifically marketed for children because I was like, you can't do this. No, like, you I can't. was almost upset. Um, right? No, it didn't stop kids offended. from watching it because it still looked like a kids' cartoon. Sounded right. generally sounded like a kids' cartoon. It just everybody had a hard on for the whole show. Right. <laughs> and, and a hard on for What if for we John did Ritter. Anna Barbera, but everyone has a boner? <laughs> I laughed a little bit at uh, maybe the terrorist preferred Dijon. Yeah. Uh, when the guy was in the mustard jar, like that was one of the few moments that like made me kind of like yeah. smirk. Yeah, bit. catfish has always has a good line. Usually, mm-hmm. yeah. There was I had one exactly one laugh, and it was at the very end uh, when you know he shows up back at Pearl's diner, and they sort of you know have an unearned like affection moment, and they start making out, and she closes the diner right, and uh, Crabby the crab cabby walks up and is about to go in, and he's like, "Hey, what the hell's going on? You closing up? It's eight a.m. What are you doing in there?" People got to eat off that counter. <laughs> I wish that I is... had a video camera. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a video camera. That's the only. This is the only time I laughed in the whole episode. It's almost like when they don't go for the you know extremely easy sex joke or the extremely easy fish pun that they actually come up with some decent little lines. I wrote mm-hmm. down some examples of just their non jokes that they treat like jokes in the episode. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. hear. There's, there's a moment where uh, Angel is telling Gil, like, oh, pinch me, pinch me, I'm dreaming, please. And then he just, like, looks straight at the camera and Gil says, now I must be dreaming. Like, yeah. is that, is it, <laughs> okay, is it just because you like it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he may as well have cool. looked at the camera and said, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. There's another, okay, and I have another one where, you know, it's uh Kalamari yeah. is at the end and he's looking around and he says, what am I chop squid? Yeah. It's yeah. just, he's a squid. Yeah. Cause he's a squid, <laughs> but it's like, sure. You normally, you say, what am I chop liver? And then he's just says, what am I chop squid? <laughs> it's great because I fully expected you to be telling me non jokes, like things that aren't supposed to make me laugh. But I, I found myself feeling very uncomfortable just now not laughing at the things you said, because normally you say very funny things. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've disappointed me by repeating these jokes. I've said these bad things, but I just don't. Prolapsed anus. I hate this. <laughs> How did it feel? Was it good? Did it feel good? God, to say? I hate the show. <laughs> yeah, I hate it too. The, the thing is, no, no one is likable. Like, the traits on display here are, like, lecherousness, jealousy, (laughs) threats, sexual harassment. Like, there's no, like, even in, like, a dark, gritty crime setting that they're clearly going for with the series, like, 
I don't want anyone to ever succeed, and I don't even want them to have good sex because people no, because that are like this don't deserve by, to like, have good sex. When everybody's <laughs> overt motivation is either to get fucked or to to sort of manipulate somebody into trapping them into a marriage, there's just no redeeming actions, right? Nobody no. does anything that's that's empathizable. And right. mean, meanwhile, it appears that everyone is fucking all of the time. And fucking everyone. Like, it's it's clear that, like, Gil fucks Pearl frequently. He yep. fucks Angel frequently. Yeah. He fucked the hot dog girl when he was 13. <laughs> he fucked all the other fish. He fucked Tetra. He fucks, like, he, like, the, it, it's so over the top that I'm just like, it doesn't even matter anymore. I, I would I would be, like, the depressed person being like, I never want to fuck again if I lived in Fish City. Because yeah, all Gil's you do is fine. <laughs> it's spawning season, motherfucker. Oh yeah. no, that's what I would do. I would just we shot swim, out to, swim <laughs> out to a stony creek and just like let my sperm fly over whatever rocks or eggs I could find. It's no longer satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you yearn to be a salmon, where you just have to do it once and then you can die. <laughs> At last, I can let go. <laughs> also, who is this show really for? You know, it's not for. Is it just for sad, lonely I think, men? I, I, I think it's. I think it's for horny aquarium owners. I think we're the only, <laughs> <laughs> only people really benefiting from what this show's got to offer. I I do have to be honest that like when I was I so I framed this thinking that this was a kids show that when I first watched it that like had this come on the television two things came to mind number one. Uh, my parents wouldn't have let it last on the screen for like five <laughs> seconds before they would have like changed the channel right away just because yeah. of the character designs. But yeah. the show came out in 92 when I was eight. Uh, and I think that's right around the age where I would have seen these like female fish designs and been like, I like this, but I don't know why I like this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why this appeals to me. I feel weird. Uh, and I think it would be super easy for someone to have like seen this at a young age and walk away with like a tremendous fish fetish. Uh, (laughs) That's, that's what a lot of the YouTube comments said on some of these videos were like, man, I used to love fish police when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you did you little horn child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dom mentioned shape of water and I'm just like, yeah, that I bet Guillermo del Toro saw this series and was just like, (laughs) oh, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to get this. They're going to know what I'm about. I see this fish, and he's a detective. He's a, he's a good, very beautiful lady. Fuck. All Guys, right, we need show, to talk about the next episode. Yeah, let's, let's talk about right. episode four. We're back to Fish Tits, episode four. This one's called The Codfather. Here's a little summary get it, for you. You get it? Boo. I don't know that you got it. I, I can I can emphasize the Are the, we talking about how you called it fish tits instead of fish police? No. That was a, a, a lame joke that I did because I couldn't think of anything else. This is this we're talking about the masterful joke of the episode title, The Codfather. See that C in there? That's because that's a fish. Oh, I'll bet that means there's a mob boss who's a cod. Yeah, I bet that you're right. I bet that's fully true. Except, so, well, he's not. No, don't, no, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I spoiled it. There's the summary. A high-ranking mob boss, the Codfather, is found murdered shortly after attempting to do business with Calamari. Uh, and one of Calamari's signature napkins is on the crime scene. 
Calamari's arrested, but Gil begins to voice doubts about Calamari's guilt when the Codfather's tax records come up. Does that sound like a sexy episode? Less so. Yeah. Don't worry, they find a way. So the Codfather. They find a way to weasel their little little (laughs) tentacles into this one, too. The Codfather has tentacles, so he's not a cod. Austin, you're right. Why? He's an octopus. Why have they done this? (laughs) Why the... And Octoboss and Bostopus are funnier than Codfather. <laughs> <laughs> they just left money on the table on this one. Rory! Bostopus! Not, not only do they not make him a cod, they also don't even, like, draw that much on the Godfather. No. At all, no. really. No. For a no. moment, you hear a little bit of a takeoff on the score, the, the theme from the Godfather movie. Well, and you get the um, offer, offer you can't refuse line. As well. Yeah, they yeah. get the option yeah. they refuse. They but they ice them like five minutes into the episode, and then it's just a regular episode. Right. right. But they do the offer that can't be refused joke, and it feels a lot more like they just sort of felt like they had to. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's You're you're super right. Like, they don't really reference it at all. Um, And then they kill him. So that's the, that's the big deal, right? Is that, like, uh, to, to expand upon the summary, uh, the Codfather shows up and is trying to buy calamari's shell shack uh, and you know is trying to make him an offer he can't refuse and these they characters go off are into too, a dark room like, calamari's like also a brando impression mm-hmm. and so is kind of the Codfather, not really but they're both like two off brando impressions in different ways yeah. kind of competing with each other was that like a pun on off brand but you did off brando i did now <laughs> God, I'm, <good. laughs> I'm, so, I'm so good and funny uh and and so they go off into a dark room, and then the next day, the Codfather is found fully dead, and uh, it's definitely uh, the Cal- Calamari is definitely the prime suspect, and so he gets arrested. And then the rest of the episode is trying to figure out what really happened. Um, so that's kind of what we're dealing with episode wise. But um, the Codfather is just such a lame character. I wish that we had gotten anything more interesting. Yeah, like. Even if you're gonna if you're gonna go there and you're gonna tempt people on the TV guide with an episode called The Codfather and everybody was like, Oh, this'll be good. <laughs> We've all watched that good movie. Also Wait till you see who's gonna be Fredo. Here's a very fun little 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 bit behind the behind the curtain of, of the episode we watched. The the file we managed to find ha- is subtitled in Swedish. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, I just like the idea that somebody actually, somebody else thought the show was a good idea. At least one <laughs> other person was like, yeah, maybe the puns it. are better translated in maybe in the, the puns are the better. Scandinavian yeah, they can languages. make very funny Swedish fish jokes. Oh, <laughs> but just imagine you're that guy, like that gets put into a room and it's like, watch Fish Police and translate this into Swedish. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Make this be Swedish. Well, and you can tell there's definitely times based off of the like the pace of the subtitles that like they're only translating every fifth sentence. Uh, which I don't like. Yeah, I don't even know how to go with the what it doesn't, it, this one doesn't work in Swedish. This is just fish nonsense. I hope that they got past all the bullshit and they made the lines be like, You have large breasts and I like you, but I Maybe don't want to marry you. That's why it was popular in Europe. Because they cut out all of the irritating bullshit. Well, and those European horn dogs probably lapped it up. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Translation oh, yeah. is 
Translation is, this is my fish, Angel. I own her. She is my prostitute. Do you want this prostitute? I would like this prostitute. <laughs> I will give you $20. Contract bound. Um, They do a, little, a weird little thing here. Uh, it's not that weird, but like a tiny bit of world building where at the office, like Gil is trying to tell the chief about this like illicit meeting between these two tentacly dudes. And the chief is like, oh, I want something on the Codfather. And apparently the feds have been giving him trouble in Atlantis. And now I'm thinking about like there being a federal fish government and there's federal fish officers and about how much I want to be watching that show more than this show. <laughs> you know what I you mean? You want to see the Cowboys and Mesa version of fish police? You want to yes! see that? <laughs> you want to see the federales? See... I do. I do want to see that. But yeah, I don't know. The, the 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 feds are looking into the Codfather, and so he has fled over here to try and make trouble for Calamari. Yeah, I actually, I missed that. Now that actually makes sense, because I had a note later when the feds show up at the end, and I was like, why did the feds show up? There wasn't any hint that the feds were going to show up, but I guess, I guess there was. Sometimes I think your ears turn off to protect you from <laughs> things that would be otherwise really uh, just awful for you. I didn't hear anything you just said, but uh, I'm sure it was great. <laughs> There's one thing I liked in this episode uh, okay. was as soon as they they find the uh, Calamari, one of Calamari's monogrammed handkerchiefs on the body in the Codfather's car. And then uh, Gil goes over to Calamari's house and Calamari is eating breakfast, inexplicably <laughs> eating breakfast at two in the afternoon, eating cereal and mm-hmm. shaking a, a box of cereal and is is. <laughs> furious that there's no Dakota ring in the box of cereal. <laughs> and it's it's just a very small moment, and I don't think it's really touched on later, and it's not used for any sort of weird plot point, but I like it. No, technically it's to reinforce the fact that he spent all the previous night awake with Pearl studying well, for, for essentially his GED. Two. Right, the breakfast yeah. at two, yes. But, but the, the Dakota, Dakota ring, ring no. <laughs> is just sort of a fun little Bit That's of spice. just for us. That's Except just for me. The whole excuse about the GED studying, like, uh, after, uh, not Pearl, sorry, uh, Angel, after Angel says that to Gil, he's like, you're going to have to come up with a better excuse or better ally than alibi than that. And she's like, okay, I'll work on it. Which implied to me that it actually wasn't true. Yep. That, yeah. That, it, it, they found themselves caught between uh, having to backpedal from overt sexuality and the fact that it would somehow damage this this sterling man's reputation if angel was fucking other dudes yeah they don't want to do that to fucking gil. other dudes the show does not want to do dudes. that to gil because gil is their hero but it, they get so close to saying she's fucking calamari like right. so close but they it's never like want to confirm that are used to doing subtlety and winks and nods that normally would would be in a kid's cartoon but then they just are more put it all old. in. They, and then yeah. sometimes they just put them, put it all in there, and it feels really awkward when they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, now, now we're just straight up fucking." And then like later they'll be like all coy about it, and make it, make it uh, coy. They'll be all coy about it. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so oh, fucking oh. smart, you guys. <laughs> and I want to, I want to back to backpedal just one second. I need to point out something that you said that was wrong, Austin. Um, you called them. Hank- I said it was smart. Nope. <laughs> No, we can talk about that one later. But it's when you called it a handkerchief because they specifically call them finkerchiefs. They do say so call them finkerchiefs. 
Yeah, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. They don't, they're so not even-handed with with updating things to make fish sense. That the fact that they call these fin kerchiefs is awkward. They, these are characters who literally have hands with fingers. So you can still Mm -hmm. call them handkerchiefs. It's just stupid. It's just a bad idea. (laughs) It's a really dumb piece of world building and it sounds awful. I also really found myself wanting them to like, to say the next sentence of their sexual puns. Yeah. Take take it somewhere interesting. Yeah. Like there was one earlier on where, uh, Angel, or Angel was on stage and I think she was talking to him and, uh, she was like, uh, if you're up for it and Gil says speaking of being up for it and then it like transitions to something else but I wanted him to say speaking of being up for it my fish dick is erect like <laughs> <laughs> like why leave it there my, why you not can just... even say fish stick that would be funny <laughs> right it's so easy they do so much fish puns and so much sex puns and they never hit the good ones no <laughs> is uh, that your problem well, kinda. It's like if you're gonna have one hat to hang, one hook to hang your hat on. Yeah, one hook. Uh, I did one. again. I really oh, enjoyed. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, catfish as the chair. That was maybe the funniest thing I saw that in another was, episode. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, because yeah, catfish like, is the master of disguise, and he is he's dressed himself up as the stool at Pearl's diner that Gil comes in and sits on, which is just it's a nice. I feel like that's the level of ridiculousness that they should have been living at the whole time, you know? Yeah, very like, like top secret or naked gun or yeah, uh, yeah, you know? yeah. This show wants to be airplane, and it's a lot more like date movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, see date movie? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was also trying to put my finger on uh, what what it was that I kept uh, what I kept Sorry. on thinking, like when Fish Police was mentioned. I was like, oh, I think I've seen that before. I think I know what this is. Oh and yeah, there's some image in my brain that was kept on coming back to me as like, oh, I already know what this is. And then I realized that what I had been thinking about the whole time after you guys told me about the show was the Freddy Fish video games. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Freddy man. Fish. Freddy Fish. That's uh, like which, the, the same era as Spy Fox. And, yeah, and it's uh, it's still solving, putt-putt. like, you're solving mysteries. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's why I was yeah, like... Putt-putt and the... Yeah, totally. The point-and-click adventures, mysteries. Yeah, I totally am there with you. Freddy Fish has a lot fewer sex jokes though does it well if you find them they're there <laughs> <laughs> you gotta read pretty deep into it and be pretty desperate yeah uh don't you judge me <laughs> <laughs> long nights at computer club um there's a couple other good good jokes that i want to call out one of them oh, sure it's one better of them than is the plot that, i was just gonna outline the plot but yeah like, no no the plot's pro- fucking pointless so um there's a point where like they find Codfather's dead body and this ambulance rolls up and they start shoving the Codfather's dead body into a sardine tin and rolling it closed with the key. <laughs> they did that in the yeah. pilot too for the, the, pilot, the dead body. Cause I didn't fucking notice that in the pilot and that killed yeah. me this time around. I was like, you kidding the, me? There's a lot of actual, I'm not going to say visual intelligence, but sight gags that go completely un, un, um, commented mentioned, on? commented yeah. on. Yeah. There's a scene where the guy in the hamburger shop, Pearl's Pearl's Diner, uh, is cutting up meat with this giant like woodsman axe for no reason. <laughs> just in the background with this big old axe, just cutting <laughs> meat. It's funny. Uh, I like one. Um, there's a there's a part where they, they're they're arresting calamari, 
And they finally, he finally gets the idea like, oh shit, like they're really going to take me to jail. And as he's being torn away, he looks at his, his lawyer, Sharkster, and says, do something legal. <laughs> and I kind of liked that line a lot. Like it was a nice yeah. like bit of desperation. Like fucking, I don't Just... know how this works. Do something legal. <laughs> Calamari also reads porn in prison, too. Yeah. What does he's he read? A, I didn't notice he's that. He's got a triple X on the spine of the book, and then Ooh. on the front it says Passion Reef. Passion <laughs> Reef. Yeah, he's just reading a book. He's just reading a porn <laughs> book. Speaking of Sharkster, I was so disappointed, like, once I figured out that, figured out that that's who Tim Curry was. Yeah. I, I was disappointed that they didn't, A, give him more to do. But also, I felt like Tim Curry was trying to play it as a genuine character and not just like take it to the like to eleven uh, with his performance. And I was just like, this is disappointing and kind of boring. <laughs> it's a very boring performance from Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, shame on you, know, you, Tim Curry. Shame you know what's on funny you. though? I was just rewatching uh, uh, a VHS copy of uh, Oliver and Company, and the previews before <laughs> had had a preview from up at treasure island and they didn't even mention tim curry in the trailer for it they didn't even mention that he was a headlining character they just said that wow. miss piggy and kermit were in it it might have just had come down to like the fact that it was inside of a other animated feature yeah is you know. an eight-year-old gonna be like tim curry mom <laughs> <laughs> i did also really like the fish corner uh it was pretty dark and I kind of liked that. I was like, this is actually the direction I want to see them go with the show. Is that like, there is clearly a fish corpse on the table and he's just yeah. like pulling organs out of him. And, uh, it, it was definitely like, yeah, a little intense, but I was like, that's a lot more interesting in like noir, uh, that, that I would like as opposed to just constant boob jokes. Come on. I want more cop. I want more cop action. This show is this show sells itself so many different ways, and what it actually delivers to you is none of those things. No, yeah. well, it doesn't. it's 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 presenting itself as a cartoon for adults, but it's like they asked a child what adults like, and like, uh, mommy, daddy time, and uh, jokes Alfred I don't Hitchcock get. movies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like double indemnity. But with sex jokes. <laughs> if you're really here for for fish boobs, if you're here for fish boobs, you will get fish boobs. That is the number one thing that it promises and it delivers. It and that's does. about it. You guys, I really wanted to do a quick fix segment for this show, but nobody fucking writes fan fiction for <laughs> fish police. Are you kidding no, me? Nobody went there. This, nobody this watched is this fan, show. It's, it's its own fan fiction. <laughs> it it's is, weirdly yeah. sexual. It doesn't make any sense unrepentingly horny it it's just its own fan fiction yeah uh okay i'm gonna we we digressed a bunch because we clearly don't want to talk about fish police anymore but yeah let's finish this out real fast uh here's sure. here's how the here's how the episode ends uh turns out the codfather faked his death so that he could like get away from the feds who are trying to bust him for tax fraud right and the uh, actual doctor the like tired doctor at the beginning who proclaimed him dead was in on it mm-hmm. uh and they planted all the fake evidence uh, to try and make it look like Calamari did it. And uh, they bust him at the funeral because he's there at the funeral dressed up as his own widow, which I feel like would be <laughs> a fact you could easily look up. Right. Like, was he married? Does his wife look exactly like him? But yeah, in a dress? all he had to do was not be there. <laughs> yeah. He, he had no he reason there. to be there. But and he, he read got Tom Sawyer when he and... was a kid and he couldn't get out of that Tom Sawyer headspace. <laughs> gotta go to my own funeral. <laughs> You got to be there, man. You got to go. And so that's how the episode ends. Um, 
and there's oh well there's a little bit of a chase and a gunfight uh at one point he's like uh he's like gill is surrounded by men with guns but he still won't back down and he's like i'm gonna take you with me and the codfather's like you wouldn't do that you're not that stupid and gill says the truest thing that he's ever said on this show which is you'd be amazed at how stupid i am (laughs) and somehow it works and all the goons drop their guns the feds show up they fuck it all up and the bad guy gets away uh because we can't have him win we just can't yeah everybody everybody let's go take a shower (laughs) you know for some reason i I started off this episode with being like uh this actually wasn't too bad and then by the end of it i was like oh no that was pretty fucking bad (laughs) well you're just trying to compare it to dumb and dumber cartoon i am so i am which it still was better than that somehow there wasn't a there wasn't a lady beaver who got some serious (laughs) masculine beaver tail Right. Um, okay, I but wish. I do think Kid Video was probably the best of all of these. Then. Oh no, that can't be true. <laughs> do you remember the the water spider Kid music video. video? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, shit. No, now I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Let's never watch that again. <laughs> I'd be down for a revisit of Kid Video. Don't do it, Andy. Don't do it. You know better. <laughs> play Smash Brothers instead. Don't do that. I can do both. I'm a I'm a big boy. Um. What are our final thoughts on these these middle two episodes of Fish Police? My final thoughts are that I can't believe I have still have to watch two more episodes of this show. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are going to have Amalia Larson. Amalia Larson's going to come and join us and and, and help uh, ease that burden. Mm. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, help just us like choke this... down this fish burger. Oh, <laughs> I really was wondering what you were going to say after the word fish, and I'm fish. glad it was burger. <laughs> I'm really curious to hear her are take you... because, like. She has such a strong penchant for like comedic sexual innuendo and, yep. and really like enjoying like laying into that. It's going to tax her. She's going to be put between a rock and a hard place on this yeah. one. She'll want to join in, the but she'll also be like, this is police. so bad. <laughs> oh, man. Nathan, I I know we, we kind of promised you that we'd get you on for a good one, but I got to keep saying next time, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm not, yeah, we'll this is not cashing that we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep holding that, holding that carrot on a stick for you. <laughs> Please, daddy, Rory, give me what I want. <laughs> give me the carrot, Rory. Well, that's an offer. We can't refuse. Rory, give me the <laughs> carrot. <laughs> give me that carrot. Give me that good carrot. Nathan, uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm just very, a hungry little welcome. rabbit. <laughs> looking for my looking for a carrot. Mm. Can I thump those hind legs for me? <laughs> let's let's leave as soon as possible. <laughs> I think we need to leave these two Goodbye, alone. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Hey everybody, uh, thanks for coming up for air on our Fish Please special. This is our part two Fish Please special. Thanks so much to our guest Nathan Cox. We had so much fun talking about this horrible, horrible show with yeah. Nathan. Yeah, thanks Nathan. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you if you are enjoying this somehow, uh, in spite of the content that we've made Fish for you. please. If you're if you're just chanting fish police and you're at home in between our episodes and just waiting on bated breath for the next one to drink, (laughs) then you know you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Just tweet at us with the hashtag fish police. 
and uh, you know, <laughs> just show us how much you love it. Uh, we also got a website. It's sadamtuesdays.com or saturdaymorningtuesdays.com. I think they both go to the same place. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. It's not like I run this or anything. Um, over to you, Rory. All right. So uh, next week we're gonna be uh, wrapping up our finale of the of the Fish Police Saga. Uh, we've got episodes we've got episodes five and six to jam down your gullet and uh we'll be doing that with uh with amalia larson will be here to join us for that yeah nathan nathan anything you want to talk about plug away my friend uh yeah uh, not anything in particular just uh i'm always doing improv shows over at jetcityimprov.org if you want to see any posts about uh, shows of men or showtimes or things like that uh do that and you can also follow me at uh, Cox Thoughts on Twitter or Cox Shots <laughs> with a Z on Instagram. C-O-X. Yeah. Uh, well, you yeah, decide. Don't, you, you can find which one it is. I think Nathan runs both <laughs> yeah, accounts. Yeah, do a couple searches and figure <laughs> out which one you like the most. Yeah. And as always, you can find all four of us on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> on our collective twin, uh, Tinder page. Yeah, we're a four-way couple. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> looking the, the, for we're twins. Li- we're looking for two sets of twins to join our foursome. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, please go. Okay. <laughs>